Welcome to the Monster RX 93.1 podcast channel. Interviews, features, music, live performances, fun and conversation only from Manila's hottest, Monster RX 93.1. Is about to go live online. Catch All Out Monster Hit Music, All Out Celebrity Interviews, All Out Showbiz and Sports News, All Out Fun, an exclusive on the Monster. Catch the stream on the Monster Facebook page at RX931, the Monster YouTube channel at RX931, and twitch.tv slash MonsterRX931. Your All Out hosts, Rico Robles and Kayla Rivera. Stand by and enjoy the program. Hey, how's everybody going? It's another great, great day here on The Monster. Hi, Kayla. How you been? Hey, Rico. I'm good. Oh, my gosh. Today is a very exciting day. Can't yeah, wait. exciting day indeed. You know, time zones. It don't matter. We travel. <laughs> it don't matter. Why? Because, well, let's just say that these guys have been with us here in the Philippines for quite some time and also the Philippines has a very very special place in their heart we'll talk about their story again this is what their third time I think or fourth time on the show one in the studio before everything locked down and during the lockdown they did share with us a few stories so this time around they're going to be talking about an exciting album and then they're going to be talking about their comeback in the Philippines. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome. Oh, wonder. Hey, guys. Hello. Hey. How are you doing? Hey. <laughs> great, great, great. How's everything going? Yeah, we're really good. We are so excited to be oh, coming to the Philippines. Oh, my God. It's happening. It's happening. Yeah. It's ma- you make it real. Um, so, yeah, we're really, really excited. We haven't been been to the Philippines since 2019. 2019, yeah. Which is crazy. It's like the longest we've not been there. Um, and, we, yeah, we're super excited to leave, leave the UK. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, I know that Rico had mentioned that the Philippines is extra special to you guys. So, if you wouldn't mind, could you share with us a little bit of your story on, on why the Philippines is so special to you? Yeah. yeah. So, last time we were there with you guys, we... Um, what did we do? We had like a crazy, crazy day. And then we, we sneaked off for like a 24-hour holiday in between all the madness of promo and stuff. And this guy proposed to me. Well, it turns out <laughs> Philippines is quite a romantic place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Had you planned it to do it? To do yeah, it in the Philippines? Yeah, it's a perfect place. Oh, that's it's so sweet. Um, and yeah, we were, we were, it was actually like this kind of time. It was like six o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Manila time, um, oh and and you you started like fumbling with your shorts. I was in a hot tub. We, we were in a hot tub. <laughs> like fumbling with your shorts. I was like, "Are you okay?" And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine." I was like fumbling around and then like popped this ring out, and I was like, "No!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she it's said great. no, and he was exactly like, the answer I wanted. He was like, "Why is it? what?" I was like, "Oh no, 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 yes, yes." Um, <laughs> that was basically it. <laughs> And um, and then we had the most beautiful like evening 
and the day after we were just well actually no the, the day, day after no, we had violent food poisoning no yeah and then i ended up in manila hospital yeah you're in a hospital so. and i had to play a show on my own so i mean our love story didn't start well but mm-hmm. you know start low and then you you know you're on a get uphill climb to the top so So, so, I mean, what's going to be your ad lib when you go on stage now that you guys are together? You know, hopefully no food poisoning this time around. So that's going to be like, she completes me. We complete each other. Right, right. And, and of course, what's to expect on your show um, for all the fans? What do you got in store for us? Yeah, so we've been dreaming about this show for three years, so um, it better be amazing. But we're, yeah, it's going to be an evening full of joy and dancing and also probably a bit of like, I don't know, feeling. tears from us. Yeah, we'll be crying. We'll be crying and you'll be doing some sort of Titanic reenacting, reenacting the stage. Yeah, of um, course, that's what we do, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll be playing loads of old songs, a couple of new tunes. Um, it's just going to be a really special evening um, for us, like musically, but also, yeah, as you say, personally, I think. It's going to be like a reminder of, of the, not the good old days, but like, you know, it was a really special moment when we yeah. decided to spend forever together. Um, it, it happened in the Philippines. It did, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, amazing. And also, I, I know that you had mentioned you guys will be touching on some new music. So that brings us to your new album that's going to be coming out really soon. Can you guys tell us a little more about that? Yeah, so we kind of, during lockdown, we made a two-part kind of two-part album. Um, the first one was called 22 Break, and that was us getting our way through lockdown, <laughs> trying to figure out... Uh, <laughs> It's a nice way of putting it. <laughs> yeah, it was a break album. We had a bit of a wobble yeah. during lockdown. So we got engaged. Then we had a wobble. And then, we, and then, you know, the food poisoning maybe wasn't the bottom. Maybe it went a bit lower, <laughs> to like a real black hole of COVID and sadness. Mm. But from that, we we did what we knew, and we kind of like it's, this sounds equally as cheesy. It's like we started writing songs about how much we were struggling with each other, um, and made what is actually quite an, a beautiful, very vulnerable, very honest record called 22 Break," and it's like 11 songs about breaking up with someone. Mm-hmm. But then we wrote 11 happy songs about how great it is to be in love. Yeah, because so, I think we realized that. Yeah, we, we, we were meant to be. And so we've written 22 songs, 11 are desperately sad, um, and 11 are really, really joyful. And you'll be pleased to hear that we only play like one desperately sad song in the set because I end up crying if I play any more. Um, yeah, <laughs> 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 I, I, I could imagine, I mean, when, when you know, a lot, if not most people, Actually, the couples in the lockdown situation, not a lot, not a lot made it. No, no it really, mm-hmm. you know, I'm one of them. I'm one of them. They didn't make it, but yeah, I didn't make it, but it's a birth of something new yeah. as well for most. Mm-hmm. Now for you guys, was it tough recording that song that you guys were in front of each other? Then you're like, all right, cool, this music. What was the mindset? Can you walk us through? Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of kind of weird because some normally we write songs all together we just sit at a piano and we write songs together but during that 22 break album process we were kind of having ideas separately kind of putting i guess our emotions into words and 
talking through songs to each other. It was pretty weird. Yeah, it was really strange. Like, I guess normal couples would kind of, I don't know, come home one day and be like, I've got, I need to talk to you about this thing, and da da da. Whereas we were like, I've got a song to sing for you. <laughs> it was a bit like, oh, okay, that sounds, that sounds fantastic. Um, but it was like, like, I don't know, I, art is an incredible thing. It's an incredible medium. It's really therapeutic, creative, you know. Just creativity is amazing, mm. and I think if you can harness the rawness of it and the vulnerability in it, it's it's actually a really healing thing. And I think it it brought us back together because we were like, it, in a, some strange way, like music is is our is the thing that binds us. Yeah. It's the reason why yeah. we're we're together, I suppose, on some like really deep level. Um, so these songs are like so special to us. They saved us. I guess. What was the most awkward line like, <laughs> from the song for you guys? What was the most awkward line? Like something or said about you not doing the dishes and the other one not cleaning the bathroom? Yeah. Or, or yeah, there's, there's, there's one which is it's actually the chorus. It's a good, it's a cool chorus. It says, um, "Don't let the neighborhood hear just how fucked up it's gotten here." That's pretty. That's yeah. pretty heavy. Screaming at the top of my lungs. Am I not good enough? Am I not good enough to be loved by you? It's like dark. It's pretty really heavy. dark. We didn't oh. know we were much darkness. <laughs> 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 but it's oh. you know rawness and truth is a good thing. I think so. Yeah. For sure. I mean, oh my gosh, I felt that my heart is shaken. Oh my gosh. But I mean, in terms of like the songwriting process for you guys, is there like you know a process that you follow? When writing songs, yeah, we kind of like have our thing, um, which we tend not to sway from. I think. Yeah. Yeah, we do. We do everything together. So like, we'll never be doing anything over wonder related when we're not in the room together. So yeah. we'd never work on ideas separately. It would always be kind of, yeah, kind of on top of each other, which is mm. great, and that's how it works. But we've realised since we started working with other people, other artists, um, just you know, opening doors and working with other people. But we've realised that we're really blunt with each other because after working together for so many years, you develop like a secret language, which actually to other people is really rude. So like when we like get we're together and you like sing something, I'm like, no, it's, that's rubbish. Like sometimes you just, just look at me. And I'm like, I, I know this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like someone else is like, sorry, that's really you quite, that's quite, that's quite rude. And, and I'm like, oh, no, no, he understands. It's always that way around. Yeah. <laughs> because if I told Josephine her ideas are bad. <laughs> I'd be really, really upset. Um, yeah, so we've got no ego. Well, you've got no ego. My, my ego's yeah. been crushed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but it's really cool working with you. I really oh, like thanks. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah thanks. Yeah. <laughs> and, and doing this for many, many years. Like, yeah, you know, it's like an audition every time. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So with, with the awkwardness of, of that song that you were the line you were talking about, what was like the happiest one that it was like, ah oh, man, when you wrote it or when you when you sang that part, that certain part for each other for this track, you still feel like wow. You feel a little tingle in your spine kind of feeling. Yeah, we have a song on the new album called Magnificent. Mm. And the chorus is like, if I never told you my name, we would be strangers. And I wonder what we'd have made if we were two. Nothing as magnificent. And I and I hold that lyric like really dear to me because it's like, if you imagine, if I imagine what my life would look like without you in it, it just wouldn't be as good. That's it. That's you know. Mm. And it's and it's it's amazing. Like 
you know, Rico, you're you're like I don't know if you're now you found someone else post COVID, but like mm-hmm. there's that joyful bit when you when you meet someone for the first time and you're like, hey, I'm Rico. That mm-hmm. can be like the start of something, something crazy. so crazy, and you don't at the time you're just like, hey, what's up? How's it going? And like, mm-hmm. but that's like the the starting line, and I find that like so interesting because you have no idea how big something is. It's the smallest mm-hmm. thing that could just burst. It's really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, and. How do you tend to encapsulate moments like that, whether it's happiness or sadness? Like to capture that moment, do you have a pen and paper? Do you have a voice note? Like, okay, this is a moment. Do you have that? Both of you guys, you have I like, right, some um, moment, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. I think we've got quite good at kind of almost like photographing the moments in our head, mm. storing them. And then when we write a song, we're like, we can dip into that. It's like a database of cool moments. And then feelings, yeah. 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 Some people are really amazing at like writing lyrics and having, you know, coming to a songwriting session going, I've got this song basically written, but I- I've never done that. It's yeah. It all just comes at the same moment, you know? Yeah. Strange. So, I mean, leading up to writing Magnificent, I mean, this is a song that we play on the monster so much. Such a beautiful, beautiful song. But like, what is the backstory behind it? Like, what led you guys to that moment? <sighs> Probably a lot of. Yeah, the, the 22 break album was obviously a lot of sadness and a lot of um, pain getting to that point. So I think Magnificent was like a breakthrough for us of like, we need a song that is going to burst us out of, into mm. a, out of the bubble of feeling low. And- mm. I was also like, the verses are about being on an aeroplane. And I think, you know, in COVID, none of us traveled anywhere. We didn't go anywhere or see anything. I remember anything. being like, I wonder what it's like to travel. Yeah. I remember just, yeah, mm. it's weird. And there was that really weird bit, do you remember, where there were people in Australia that were, like, getting on an aeroplane and then, to like, get, yeah. flying around Australia just for the experience of being on a plane, which I was like, this mm. is weird. <laughs> the world is ending. <laughs> <laughs> There's something really beautiful that travel gives you. It's that moment in limbo, like, it's you're clarity, hovering between you know what was and what will be and you're just in the air or on a train or in the car or whatever it is and you're like very or I am at least like very reflective and very nostalgic and you're just like I don't know in be- like in between things it's because time doesn't exist I guess, in the yeah earth. that's just true like hovering over time zones yeah and I was craving that feeling of mm. being in the air and having like I think you get perspective especially on a plane like so the most beautiful privilege to be away from your life like you're literally like thousands of feet in the air and you're like this is really like big stuff but you're you're just really you have a massive macro world view of your life mm-hmm. and I, I always get like flooded with gratitude when I'm mm-hmm. traveling anywhere because I'm like this is amazing like I'm flying from here and I'm going to something really you know it's really beautiful so I think it was just about that moment magnificent yeah Speaking of moments, there's, I mean, in the UK, there's so many things that's happening now. Mm-hmm. You know, a couple of weeks ago, it was the Taylor Hawkins tribute concert that mm-hmm. went down. And then also the Pasca and the Queen condolences, um, mm-hmm. to, yeah. to everybody there. Um, you know, have you guys been writing music in these moments when it, when it came, you know, this extreme emotions? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we actually haven't been recently. But I feel like I said before, we kind of, we're probably without thinking, but we're internalizing them and yeah. probably they'll pop out when we next get in the studio. Yeah. Um, no doubt. Yeah, there's a lot of strange things happening right now, especially yeah. it feels like in the UK. 
Um, it's amazing right now. There's like a queue around the it, whole of it's, London. It's, it's like the most. I read a really funny article today. It's like the most British. So I don't know if you guys have this stereotype of us, but British people are like famed for joining a queue. Like we love a queue. But if there's something going on, we just, we'll just we just. We, but we get into like this really orderly line, and everyone's really happy just to like stand in a line. Right now, there's like a six mile queue in London. It's like, no, it's like it's ten miles. It takes you like wow. days to form this queue just to pay respects to um, the Queen's coffin. But it's such a beautiful British thing that we're all just like, we'll get in the queue, we'll endure the rain, and it will be, you know, it will be marvellous. And I, I, there's something really poignant in such such loss for a nation that there's, I don't know, people are like really happy really just joining together to stand behind yeah. each other and wait. Like there's something really beautiful about that. And, and do people talk to each other? Do they do they share yeah. stories of the Queen? Yeah. And a lot of them are even saying like, a lot of people have like struck struck up like relationships and like <laughs> there's a radio show over oh here like, into your guys's like morning show and they're like if you meet somebody in the queue text us and there's people being like i've just been on a date with this guy in the queue like we went to the lunch it's like so cute it's so like it's so british it's like i love it in queue yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that's so cute i can imagine there's right. some music and there's yeah. some songs coming out of this whole experience yeah yeah our sixth oh, album just didn't be called the cue. <laughs> so. right, but but if, if you were to sing one of your songs for the queen, what song Ooh. would it be in this whole tribute? Oh, I've got a, I've got a really one. good one. Okay, ready? Wait. Yeah, I think it's the same song. Which one? No one else can wear your crown. Yeah. Our third album was called No One Else Can Wear Your Crown. I think that's pretty perfect. <laughs> pretty good. Um, there's a song called Dust on It. Um, and yeah, that's the lyric. No one else can wear your crown. It's true. I mean, I love I love King Charles, but also it's not... The Queen was... The Queen was badass. Absolutely badass. She was amazing. She was wicked. So cool. Yeah. And what would be your song for, for uh, King Charles? Oh, God. Um, uh... <laughs> <laughs> we are yet to write yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's our next project. Yeah, but yeah, right, exactly. Oh, he's he's done he's, he's done, done well. Um, but he's just lost his mum, and he's having to, you know, take over the country. It's pretty wild. I can't imagine what that feels like to have. And the whole that. world is watching. Yeah, wait on you. He's doing remarkably well. He's a dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, um, at this point in the interview, I know because Rico and I in our radio program, we usually do this thing called traffic thoughts. So really random questions. So if we can bring this into our interview, um, I'm going to open it up with this first question that I really love to ask um, our musicians, especially. So when writing a song, what to you is more important, lyrics or like good music? Music for me. Music. Oh, it's really hard. That's really hard. Um, Lyrics. Did I say that? I said that. Lyrics. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, that's great. At least you know you you guys balance each other out. Complement each other. You know, you complement each other exactly. This is true. What would be that song that you wish you have written? I know so, what yours is. Yeah, mine's really easy. Um, so Joni Mitchell wrote a beautiful song called A Case of You. And I actually had the good fortune to hear, I went to a festival last weekend in London and James Blake played it. And it just just him at the piano, there was like a noise curfew and he's like, they've cut me off, but I've still got my piano. And he just sang A Case of You. And it's just the most beautiful song. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, mine would be probably 15 Steps by Radiohead. Mm. Unbelievable tune. Really? Yeah, it's just unbelievable. I don't think I've ever heard you listen to that. We listened to it last weekend. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> my have a tiny memory tiny <laughs> oh gosh and okay for another question for our traffic thoughts oh my gosh it was at wait it was at the tip of my tongue Rico oh my gosh I'm drawing a blank right now do you have another traffic thought that's at the tip of your tongue what was that one advice that someone gave you when you guys were starting out your careers and also the advice that advice you carry with you now Mm. Mm. Rely on my mine would be rely on no one else and uh, yeah do do all the work that you can and good things will happen. No one's going to create the fortune for you. You can create the fortune yourself. Mm. If you want to make a song, figure out how to write it, produce it, finish it, mix it, get it out in the world. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, mine would be and I think this like transcends deeper than just being an artist or music I think is just be yourself and be authentic because I think it's really easy in life but especially when you're in the music industry to try and be something that you're not or make music that isn't authentic or doesn't feel real um, to try and be someone else but I think the best art the best relationships, the best friendships, the best relationship you have with yourself always comes when you're just honest and mm. real. Um, yeah, so that's what I would say to anyone. Just make make music or make art or, or, or say things that, that are important to you and that are real, yeah. Hmm. Okay, I, I do recall now uh, the thought came back to me. So I know that, <laughs> so I know that you had mentioned... What's your favorite sandwich filling? That would be great. <laughs> We can throw that in. That's that would be awesome too. <laughs> but um, so I know that you mentioned. I mean, doing everything on your own. But if you were to open up to a dream collaboration, who would that be with? Oh, um, that's a good question. So many. Let's make, let's make it. Let's make it more complicated. Dead or alive. <laughs> I'd go with Dead or Alive um, oh gosh that's even worse uh, I'd go with Feist because I she's amazing she's not my favourite singer yeah she's amazing I am also like unbelievably obsessed well currently obsessed with oh three can I have three might I have three go like, maybe like we'll start a band together that would there be there you cool. go that's cool okay so in the band is me uh, Dua Lipa I'm obsessed with her uh, Jacob Collier oh. and then um, Chris Martin wow. <laughs> well, it would be quite a good bat also I would, I would just... wait sorry sorry <laughs> Chris Martin was with Dua Lipa at one point was he? and him and Jacob Collier are friends so you're yeah, the one I'm, I'm just hanging out you're joining you know? their band I'm bringing the vibe yeah thank you <laughs> <laughs> like, who's this girl who's like this hanging girl? in the corner <laughs> what, what, are you going to be doing are you gonna do the dance moves like that too? You got it yeah, all yeah, down. Dancing in the corner, like, we're like, okay, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, for those that are tuning in, of course, you have Anthony, you have Josephine, O Wonders joining us. They do got a big, big show that is happening in Manila. Of course, what's in store for all your fans? Are you gonna be performing? Is this a, is there a portion there where you're gonna do an all request that people could ask for songs? 
Oh, oh that's a that, da- dangerous idea. But a dangerous, I like it. but a great one. Yeah, because um, the chances are high that we can't play the song. I wish we were like a karaoke machine. You could just put a coin in. And I know that would be that would be the dream. Um, um, we're gonna play a lot of songs. That's for sure. Yeah, it's a seven and a half hour show, so bring snacks. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's gonna be full of just. Um, I think there's a real mix of songs in the set yeah. we've been rehearsing actually. And there's like a good mix of like, there's one to dance to, there's one to cry to, there's one to smile to. There's like a good range of emotions. It's going to be an emotional evening in a good way. Yeah, we're super excited. So excited, yeah. And you know, with you guys, of course, other than this tour, you guys have been performing already. How was that first day back on stage, you know? Can you walk us through? Performing (laughs) the songs that you've written in the studio, but to actually perform it in front of the crowd. How was that? So weird, man. It, it was, was like it was amazing, but I was nervous. I don't get nervous like ever. Yeah, it was. It felt to me like you know. Do you guys have like the egg and spoon race? Do you have this race? Yeah, we have that. We have that. Mm-hmm. We have it. Uh, we have a calamansi. It's like oh. a, it's a calamansi and spoon, and that's what we do. Oh ah. wait, is that that's still an egg? No, calamansi. It's like a lime. It's like a key lime. Oh, I think wow. it's a small lime, and it just because it's cheaper. It don't break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although less risky because if you drop it, like an egg splits everywhere. I guess yeah, that's yeah. that is bad. It's a waste of an egg. Yeah. Well, I don't know why I'm talking about this, yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> that's really good. I'm gonna try that. I can't fancy a spoon. Um, because the first show to me, the way I was, what my brain went to was like it felt like someone had asked me to do an egg and spoon race. But with like three eggs on top of each other. Miles oh an my yeah, and you're like, I don't think I can do this. And then you walk on stage and your whole body goes, Nope, can't do it. You know what I mean? Because there's no all your muscles yeah. not remembered. I got on stage, looked at my guitar and I went, What is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got through it. Yeah, two years was a long time. Yeah, um, it felt crazy. It felt like mad and I think the, from the second show we were like oh, okay we got this but that first one was so many eggs it was bad too many eggs too many eggs <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh and I mean well, with you guys coming back to the Philippines do you have a fan for your or do you have a, a message for your fans here in the Philippines oh we are yeah it's been too long Philippines we are so excited to be in your unbelievable country yeah. and I, yeah we've got a day off which we never have we never have days off so we need recommendations of places when I say places to go I mean places, places to places that are not going to put me in hospital <laughs> <laughs> and anything that doesn't put me in hospital yeah we want to we want to eat some really good food and hang out and we're really excited but yeah thank, thank you to all our fans and yeah. for your support and it means so much to us so that we much. get to to come to your beautiful country and, and perform our songs it's like the greatest honor yeah so you know you had the proposal here and then maybe this time around it could be a honeymoon trip since you have a day off there i like go. it a one day honeymoon 24 hours i'm down for what's it. like the most romantic thing we could do in manila have you got any good tips uh you could go uh wow ride the kalesa it is a mm-hmm. horse uh it's a like horse? a trolley yeah it's a trolley and a horse po- a carriage and a trolley oh, a carriage oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you can go to a Manila yeah. tour and you can mm-hmm. go check out the different uh, museums there and okay, also that's you go than riding a horse I don't think I yeah, yeah. So, so you ride it through you ride the carriage through yeah. Yeah. the different parts cool. of Intramuros Fort Santiago yeah. and all the the old Spanish war 
Um, man, that got, that got me thinking. I mean, that's the first thing I that know. came to mind. Yeah, right. the historical part. It's it's really yeah, yeah. beautiful. The buildings, a lot of history. That sounds beautiful. Nice. Yeah. So it could, and, it yeah. could be it could be something like that, or you could just go to Manila Traffic, where and you can just sit in the car, look at each other, and just think, "Wow, wow, right wow. Are you good with the traffic? It's such an honor. Yeah. Uh, you'd be like, hmm. I love the traffic line. So good. Yeah. But you know, since your last trip, did you ever write a song while you guys were in Manila? Did you ever write a song while you guys were here in the Philippines? Yeah, we actually did. We wrote a song um, called "Don't You Worry," which is actually yeah. oh wow, it's our it's our most romantic song. That, Man, I think some, there's a lot of love in, in um, there's Miller. some yeah, there's some there's some love going on um, clearly. But yeah, we wrote a we wrote a song. We were playing a show, and in the dressing room, you were like noodling on your guitar, and we started singing this tune, which we ended up releasing. In, uh, during COVID, yeah. on a, we made an EP called the Home Tapes EP, and it's a song called "Don't You Worry," which we wrote in Manila. So, um, wow, what's going to happen next time we're there? It's going to be like <laughs> crazy. What's bigger than? We'll my- write some songs on horseback. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Take me away. <laughs> yeah, right, right. That could be a good song. Take yeah. me away. The new old town road. Yeah. Yeah. Right, 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 right. That that would be a, that would be a hit indeed. I mean, this is something to look forward to. Many of your fans are excited. Now, you guys, you make music so organically, and there's a lot of, um, you know, here in the Philippines, especially here on the monster, we do have their indie ground movement. We're in uh, people write songs. There are new artists tuned in. A lot of new creatives. Do you have any advice? you guys could give to those who are writing songs but don't know how to perform it outside of their bedroom and try to make that hit as well mm. yeah firstly like congratulations on being creative and making stuff because it's really really hard to yeah like try and make something from nothing yeah. it's really scary second of all i'd say don't be scared that no one will like it because there will be someone that likes it yeah there'll always be someone and sometimes that's a lot of people and sometimes it's like not that many people but someone will like it other than you yeah so don't be scared to show it to people <laughs> and um yeah kind of what i was saying earlier just make stuff that you like that feels good that feels real and um yeah also like the world is really i don't know the world is really kind actually and i think there's something really powerful in sharing what you what you've made with someone and as you say like yeah like maybe one person will like it but maybe a million people will like it and that's kind of the crazy thing about this current world we're in is that good stuff travels um so yeah don't be be fearless and be brave and keep making stuff because also like that's a really good tip actually um I was listening to, do you know Chet Faker, the, the artist? He he was on a podcast and he said something really beautiful, which is like, nobody ever makes anything perfect at the start. And actually all the art is, and music, or any, any, any form of art is about just sharing your journey to try and to Reach trying to make something perfect and i thought that was really nice because if you if you wait for something to be perfect you'll be waiting forever because there's no such perfect. thing yeah nothing's so ever finished either no so it's actually just really really nice and really freeing to release something that is like show, showing your journey to making something you know amazing that's all art is really you're just sharing your process yeah Mm. And I guess, I mean, speaking of the process, like, how do you guys know when a song is finished and you can just let go of it and not touch it anymore? 
Yes. I think when we don't don't want to go in the studio anymore. (laughs) 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 When you've heard the song like two, like I reckon, I'd love to know how many times. We should we should count up next time. It's it's definitely in the hundred hundreds, maybe Uh, thousands. Thousands, yeah. You're listening to the same song, and you listen to it differently when you start listening to it like differently, and you're like, I don't like. And when you stop not liking it, you're you're done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a weird bit, like you. I guess you guys know. know when you're a listener, you find a song that you like and it's new, and you're like, "Oh, I like this." And then you listen to it like a hundred times, and you enjoy it every listen. And there'll Plus, be a point. Then there'll be a point. You're like, "I've heard this song too much. I don't like the song anymore." <laughs> that's the point. You release. That's, that's how we when we work. work I, I tell Kayla it's so work. Ah, oh, everything sounds the same. <laughs> everything sounds the same. You know what I mean? It's like twenty songs you're playing, and it sounds the same. I mean, yeah. You know what I mean? What's your guys? favorite song at the moment that you're playing wow Hmm. that is a tough question yeah that is a tough one i'm just gonna throw out there Hmm. because a lot of the songs nowadays are sampling stuff from like the 80s and the 90s so i'm loving that i'm just i'm loving that in general (laughs) yeah Okay. I like the Madonna and Beyonce one. It sounds weird, I know, but there's a Madonna oh, Beyonce yeah. Queen remix mm-hmm. of uh, of the song Break that it took. It, yeah, it took uh, parts of, of Vogue, and it took what? parts of Break My Soul, and they put it mm-hmm. all together, Whoa. and it yeah. made a lot of sense because it's sort of like That's transcending close. to the '90s, late '80s, yeah. early '90s beat and vibe. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, "All right, cool. This is this is something familiar." Because you know, I was born yeah. in the '80s, but I'm going through that musical phase of the 2000s or maybe beyond. So I'm like, "All right, yeah. cool. I can relate to this." You know what I mean? That's cool. I'll check that out. I love Beyonce's new record. Um, yes. I'll listen to that. That sounds great. Do you ever see yourself making a dance collaboration music? Josephine really wants to make. Like, That's all I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I've actually said this this morning over breakfast, didn't I? I was like, Yeah, you woke up, you're like, I want to make a dance record. <laughs> <laughs> I went out dancing a lot this summer because I, I missed that was like the biggest thing I missed in COVID was just dancing, um, which you can do in your house on your own, but it's not as good. Um, and I really want to make a dance record. And I also really want to, um, I want to be like at a festival or a show or, mm. or a club or something and look up and see a woman DJing because there's so mm. few of us. Not that I DJ, to be fair, but like there's so few women DJ, who are yeah, like making true. like d- like dance music. It's like so many guys, which is great, but um, that's my next project is to try and learn how to do that. So stand by. Um, also, just think it'd be really fun to spend the rest of your life making like dancing with other people, making people <laughs> dance with you. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty powerful. It's yeah. Cool. See a Neverland, you know what I mean? Be like, Three, yeah. two, one. then Anthony moves guitar, you know, with no yeah. shirt, with you know, the yeah, cryo is just shooting. <laughs> oh, no, this that? sounds like a Philippine show, yeah. Right, right, right. You know, that, that that heavy metal moment there, you know, like, oh, like, yeah. like Slash, you know what I mean? So, we, you know, we continue on with some of our random questions. For you guys, I mean, you're going through the different stages. You guys are big. When did you guys know that you're like, all right, cool, we made it? What was that moment that we're like, wow? Really? Like, I haven't had like, there's like loads of mini moments, right? But they don't add up to like one big moment. 
It's only in hindsight when it's, you. Yeah, it's all hindsight. It's all hindsight. It's so strange. When you're in it, you're like, well, this is normal. But when I look back at some of the things that we've done, I'm like, this is very abnormal. Like, I'm trying to think of a of an example. Like, I don't know. Um, Actually, one of the craziest moments was playing. We played Samsung Hall in <clears throat> Manila. That was mad. We were like, "How do all these people know us?" That was that mad because I remember going crazy. for dinner and there was a guy that was like, like a, a security, like guard, a security yeah. guard that was like, "Oh, I'll come with you to dinner." And we were like, "No, no, 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 no we'll we'll be fine. Be fine. He was like, "Oh no, I'll just, I'll just walk behind you." And we were like, "No, no, but we like, we're fine. We're just going to go for dinner. It's fine." And we went into this restaurant and then all of a sudden, like two hundred people appeared, like trying to look at us eating dinner. <laughs> we were like, "Sorry, what? Wait, why?" <laughs> that was- um, and they have their cameras in front of that, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think, like, for me, it's always the tattoos that freak me out a lot. Yeah. Um, when people choose to write your songs. Oh, yeah. Or, like, there's people that have our faces tattooed on them. And, like, the other day we played a show in England. And at the end of that, like, this, this person held up a sign that was, like, please sign my arm. So, like, you know, like, a show that it's, like, dark and, and you're, like, full of adrenaline and you're a bit sweaty and you're like, oh, I'll just quickly sign your arm. And I just got, like, a Sharpie and, like, wrote my name on, like, quite big on her arm. And then woke up the next day and I saw, like, uh, a picture that she put on Twitter. And it was like, thanks so much for your signature. I've got it tattooed on me. And I was like, what? I did that in the dark with, like, my eyes closed. <laughs> and it just has, like, my name, like, down her arm. I was like, that's a, that's a, that's mad. That's amazing. Um, yeah, really terrifying. I'm, yeah. Anytime anybody gives me a Sharpie now, I'm like, are you going to tattoo this? Because if you are, I I'll will. do it properly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. my gosh. Wow. If you, I mean, obviously, like, getting a tattoo of your guys' lyrics, like, that sounds crazy. But if you had to get a tattoo of, of any of your guys' lyrics, what would you choose to get tattooed? That's a good question. I, I'm thinking about getting magnificent on me. Are you? Yeah. It's oh, one of my nice. favourite words. Is it? Very positive word. Yeah, okay. I like that. Yeah? You're going to get one as well? No, absolutely not. <laughs> um, I'm going to get, like, we have, this is our new album cover. Um, we're just signing them at the moment, which I have them. But I love this little smiley face. Wait, where yeah, is it there? Cool. So I might get this smiley face tattooed on my face. Um, <laughs> on your face? <laughs> no, but somewhere on me. Um, there's actually a really funny story um, about tattoos that involves my dad which is that so you've got one of our first songs that we ever made called Heart Hope on your leg and I've got it on my ankle and my dad bless him uh, said when I was younger he was like if you ever get a tattoo I'm going to get exactly the same thing and I was like yeah 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 sure 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 and the first tattoo I ever got was one of our songs Heart Hope I got it when we played our first show in LA and the day after, my dad went to this, like, really bad tattoo shop in the middle of nowhere in America. And he walked in, he was like, hello, I'd like to get Heart Hope tattooed on my leg, like my daughter's. And the guy in the shop was like, okay, cool. Um, do you have the font? Like, do you have a picture of it? He was like, no. No, just anything. He was like, just anything will do. So my dad now, age 65, got his first tattoo and it says Heart Hope on his leg. But and then above it is a, a huge, huge OW, which he just added in for good measure. And now I was like, Dad, you're such a joker. He was like, I'm a man of my word. I said I would get one. He's such a dad, like, you have a, like, a tattoo matching with your dad. tattoo with my dad. <laughs> which is quite creepy. So we've got get, get another one. Get a butterfly. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then he's, 
he doesn't know about, so he's gonna mm. end up covered. Very <laughs> <laughs> cute. Now, that'll be something a wonderful kind of thing. Well, won't forget, once again, for those out there that are watching us, we are coming to you live and we're in two countries, in the Philippines and in London. They are joining us, of course. The big show that is happening. Invite all your fans. Guys, we are pumped to see you. We are. Um, we're playing on the 27th of September, which is in like 12 days. That's yeah, mad. Yeah, that is mad. Um, and we're playing uh, in Alabang in Manila, and we're very, very excited. Um, I think there's come down. tickets available if you want to come for a good good time, um, an emotional time, in that I'll be crying, you'll be topless <laughs> and singing songs from Titanic. Um, I'm in. <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> It's a big, big show indeed. And of course, the Monster is the official concert station to catch you guys. Thank you very much. You know, thank you for taking thank time. You. You oh, know, I was so nice to see you guys again after so long. Yeah, yeah thank you I so know, much. and we cannot wait to watch your show. We'll be there mm -hmm. and uh, we'll have a little heart sign and hopefully get a tattoo in the forearm. <laughs> yeah. like, hey, you yeah. know what I mean? But thank you. <laughs> thank you for taking time. All right. And of course, message to all your fans. Oh, we love you guys uh, so 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 much thank you for listening to our music yeah thank you we appreciate every listen and all of you guys so much yeah thank you big love Kayla amazing thank you guys and we look forward to to watching you guys here as well uh, I'm just oh. gonna throw in there Miguel is a huge fan of your guys's and he is sending his love so we look forward to watching <laughs> your content here thanks for having awesome. us guys so good to see you appreciate it so and, much and, and you know I got one more question what do you, what advice can you guys give to you know for those that are in love to keep that you know relationship interesting because you guys seem to have it all figured out so no, we, you know, we don't you know what advice can you guys give uh one of the i guess i'll never never compare yourself to anyone if you're in a relationship yeah because everyone yeah relationships are made of two made up of two very different people who are going through very different things i know it's it's tough to compare yourself to anyone these days yeah and it's too easy to as well yeah um, Concentrate on yourself and your partner. It's nice. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Some great oh. advice. <laughs> they like share your food, but that's way better. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much, Anthony Josephine. Thank you for thank taking you. time with us. We appreciate Big it. Thanks, thank you. You guys have a safe trip, and we'll catch yeah, you. See you soon. See you soon. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, get up. For a wonder. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank bye, you. Bye. Wow. There you have oh, it. Oh, my gosh. Awesome, awesome couple. Great music. Of course, the big show is going to be happening. If you haven't had tickets yet, go get some tickets. Once again, the big show is going to be over at uh, the Phil Investment Manila, September 27th. Oh, wonder. Asian Tour 2022. Kayla. Wow. Looking forward. Right, right, right. Definitely excited, gonna, yes to keep us busy so keep it locked in a monster of course we are the official concert station to the show thank you very much to the couple once again to anthony to josephine for sharing with us man the process of making music and mm -hmm. just you know creating and living life that's what life is all about this is celebration indeed till then thank you guys for watching my name is yuka robles i'm kayla rivera this has been another Monster Exclusive Interview. Monster Exclusive Interview. Monster Exclusive Interview. Only from Manila's Hottest. Monster RX90 3.1. 
The Monster RX 93.1 podcast channel. The best podcast content online. Only from Manila's hottest, Monster RX 93.1.